welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. The fifth psalm, beginning with verse 7, reads, But as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness, because of mine enemies. Make thy way straight before my face. The verses above this speak of sinners, and here the poet David sets himself in contrast to all their wicked lifestyles. Sinners go away from God and so make themselves repulsive to his holiness and accountable to his justice. But as for me, David sings, that shall not keep me from God. God's holiness and justice are so far from being a terror to the upright in heart as if they were something to make them dread his presence they rather actually amount to an attractive inducement to hold to him. So in these brief verses, David tells God and us of his commitment to make God the lifelong center of his soul by honoring him with daily prayers. But David's cleaving to his God is not only a private matter. He in this psalm also pledges to fill his days with public worship services. I will come into thy house he clearly intends to blend his devotions with those of other faithful worshipers. God had instructed Moses long ago on how to construct a temple, tabernacle rather, which was meant to be the center of the faith life and worship services of the Israelite nation. David meant to make it his religious practices to convene there often, there to bow in prayer at the altars contained in its courts, offer the tithes of money and goods commanded in the law, Hear the nation's priesthood teach from the writings of past men of God and fellowship with others who had the same devout purposes. David further writes that his being able to do these things is only because of the multitude of God's mercy. Well, if you or I have the privilege of worshiping God in our own land according to the dictates of our consciences, it is also because of his mercy. In every nation where there are chapels into which people can freely go to seek God's face, that liberty is a mercy. Our spiritual ancestors have hidden in catacombs under the streets of Rome because they did not enjoy that mercy. Many kings and governors have tried to stamp out belief in the Lord Jehovah by burning Bibles, hunting, and pursuing those who chose to follow him, destroying their homes and livelihoods. When David's ancestors lived in Egypt, they did not have a tabernacle with its pillar of fire by night and cloud by day signaling God's presence toward which they could offer prayers. How thankful we should be if we enjoy the blessing of free and open worship services. Through the centuries since Jesus walked the shores of Galilee, there have been many false prophets who have twisted and denied the gospel, some by adding their opinions to it, and some by trying to alter the plain teachings it contains. It can be deadly to try to worship in places where the word of God is corrupted or denied, not taught and held in its purity. If you or I have the blessing of worshiping among true and trusted fellows, it is due to God's mercy, and we have much for which to be thankful. David further said he would worship with fear in God's sanctuary. It's good for us to reverence holy things, to have respect when we come to the house of worship, to lay aside for a time the hustle and bustle of the busy business world. Here is a place and time in which to quiet our spirits and to entertain a holy awe as we sing the old songs that speak of being washed in the blood of the Lamb 
of amazing grace of precious memories and unseen angels. Doing so has the power to lift us above ourselves as we think of eternal values, of the differences and benefits of choosing to practice the virtues and Christian graces of kindness and honor instead of being selfish and greedy. David understood when he prepared his soul in that manner to commune with God, he opened the channel for God's Holy Spirit to guide and lead him as he traveled into the unknown future. He's just the same today. Have you talked to him lately? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.